You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets, like the guy sitting across from me. Hi, I'm Brian Donovan, and I can't even explain to you how happy I am to be here tonight. <laughs> but I'll try. Throughout the hour, I'll try. Okay, excellent. I'm looking forward to that. My name's Jamie, just making sure everybody's having a good time and pushing our buttons. Sam. Hey, me. Sam Nork. So uh, here we go. Animal Talk. Helping you with your pets. Changing the world. <laughs> One furry beast at a time. Yeah. We actually have a guest on today, Brian, if you're curious why there was a dude sitting next to you. He's sitting, he's sitting uncomfortably <laughs> close, too. Uncomfortably he's close. touching my leg. <laughs> so, yes, with us today, uh, we're going to be talking to uh, David Silver from Detroit Horsepower, DetroitHorsepower.org. And it's a very interesting program uh, in the city of Detroit, helping out kids. And, uh, well, I just, I'm fumbling. building hot rods? What is this I'm, horsepower yeah, thing? I know. What's... So I'm fumbling through the well, hot rods. It's uh, animal talk, right? Although it makes sense. We, we, if we can stretch that far to tie something <laughs> in, we will a lot of times. But uh, as I fumble through trying to explain it, we should just go get it right from the horse's mouth. Sorry. That's... Mm. Uh, about as good as it's going to get, David. Uh, um, all right, so David Silver, tell us a little bit about uh, Detroit Horsepower. Um, what's your What's your mission statement? What's the What's the elevator pitch? Well, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, um, Detroit Horsepower teaches valuable life lessons to kids in the city of Detroit through riding and taking care of horses. Um, right now, we do that at horse camps outside the city for uh, summer camps and an after school program. And the long-term goal is to repurpose vacant land in Detroit city limits and build a new urban equestrian center. So there's so many things to uh, talk about. So let's start with you. Tell me about your childhood. <laughs> I'm I'm from suburban New York. Oh, okay. Grew up in Westchester County. All right. Um, and really lucky that horses were a huge part of my life growing up. My mother's a lifelong horse lover, and she passed that passion on to me and my younger sister. So uh, horses and competitive horseback riding was a huge part of our lives growing up. And um, the sport we did is called three-day eventing, which is kind of like a horse triathlon where you do dressage, the fancy horse dancing, okay, cross-country, just right. galloping through fields and jumping over big things that don't fall down like hedges and picnic tables and water. Wow, okay. And then uh, stadium jumping where you're in an arena and the jumps fall down if you hit them and uh, you get penalty points for that. Well, what's the one where you get two people on the horse and then the one person in the back grabs on to a big tire hanging off of a tractor and then the other person rides away and you got to hang there until the person comes back and then you get back on the horse. Wait, that's not real, is you it? You complete another round. That was a dream you had and I'll interpret that for you later. It's called the monkey hang. <laughs> monkey hang. I did it with Joy. Did you? Yeah. What's the one where and two guys won. oppose each other and they have like a long spear and they try to knock each other off the horse? Uh, Jousting. Oh, Jousting. All right. Well, what brought you to Detroit? How'd you get uh, from New York with uh, all the wonderful horses to uh, this concrete jungle we like to call Detroit? I moved to Detroit in 2012 to teach elementary school. Oh. As a Teach for America core member. Okay. Um, so TFA recruits recent college graduates to teach in high need cities and, and rural communities as well. 
Um, had never been to Michigan, uh, let alone Detroit, but uh, really lucky that kind of fate brought me here and uh, taught fourth and fifth grade on the west side of Detroit from 2012 to 2014. Okay. Are you still teaching at all? So well, I, with horses, but uh, school, school, regular, straight up. I I left the classroom at the end of the 2014 school year um, because I saw a real need in my students' lives to have safe and enriching spaces outside of school. Yeah, where they can learn the kinds of social emotional skills, character development that research shows underlies success in school and in life, and that horses are really well aligned to help all of us develop. And to help me develop when I was growing up. All right. So where where do you ride now? Where where do you take the kids? Because uh, I understand it's Ann Arbor and then up north a little bit. So where where are the kids going to to ride right now? So we have partnerships with this summer five different horse barns across Southeast Michigan, um, ranging all the way from Ortonville uh, to Ann Arbor. Okay. Also Milford, Highland Township, and Plymouth. So pretty wide geography um, and generous horse barns that donate the use of their space and their horses wow. to allow us to come in and do this programming for Detroit's kids. Um, I was in uh, uh, Charleston a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, South Carolina. It's all about you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a historic town, historic town, right? And uh, I had a lot of I had a lot of fun. Okay, c- c- carry on. We haven't talked about Brian in five minutes. Let's no. no Wait, listen. what does that have to do with horses? It, like he said, it's five minutes without talking about me. I just figured I'd just you know interject just, a little something. No, no we we what? took a horse carriage ride, <laughs> and uh, they took great uh, great lengths to, to tell us that these horses are, are well treated. Yeah, and they they used to be uh, on Amish farms, and they're retired, and they don't work nearly as hard as when they were. Pulling a plow is that a bunch of BS or is this is this legitimate? And how do you feel about these horses that work in the cities, you know, t- carting people around? Whether it's you know uh, um, uh, in Manhattan, you know, or uh, you know some of these touristy areas. Yeah, definitely very controversial, especially the ones in Manhattan. Um, I'm not a huge fan of mixing horses and cars because there can be a lot of injuries that result. But I do believe I, I if they're telling you uh you know their horses are well cared for to be worth you know seeing with your own eyes but i would believe you know these are uh precious to their business and hopefully they're doing what's right yeah for they, the they seem to really care about it. in fact the, the yeah. one that we had the horse's name was Vern. yeah and uh she there was a, there was a cement truck about um i don't know maybe a block ahead of us and she's like ah, we can't go down there we have to just wait here mm. um and there's a there's a commission a city commission who looks after these horses there's like a guy Okay. From the city, who will tell the cement truck, "Hey, get out of here! My horses have to come, or the horses have to come through here, and you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be here." But she said he doesn't like uh, big machinery like garbage trucks, so they got to oh. make sure he doesn't he doesn't work during um, you know garbage pickup day. Okay. So they're very sensitive to these things. All and right. Sure enough, a big uh, like electric um, uh, company vehicle came by, and Vern got a little upset, and she you know she calmed him down. She's like, "See, this is why we don't hmm. want him around these big vehicles." But yeah, um, they, they, like I said, they seem to. You know, care care for the animals pretty well, but Whoa. I but I know especially you know uh, like with um, uh, Central Park, yeah. that's a, that's a big big controversy. A lot of people just want to do do away with that altogether. Well, you think if you, they, I mean they take we take better than we take, we haven't bought Sam a hat. They buy the horses hats, big top hats, right? Yeah, yeah but some All of the right. horses have like passed out from I've, like exhaustion. No, and I just I was, it's pretty whack. Yeah, so, yeah. It needs to be balanced. Of you know, if it's all about 
profit motive, then bad things can happen. But if you balance the horse's well-being, we just got back from Mackinac Island. We've gone mm. four years in a row and haven't personally observed any, you know, bad treatment of the horses there. And, and our kids have really enjoyed that opportunity in a very horse-centered space in Michigan. So th- that's the thing. How many kids right now uh, are taking advantage of the Detroit Horsepower program? How many kids do you, are, you, are you working with? Uh, over over to the span of a, a summer. Each summer for the last several years, we've had more than 100 students. Wow, okay. Um, which is really exciting. Transportation tends to be a limiting factor mm-hmm. in how many kids we can get involved um, because of the distance and the cost. And using a 15-passenger van, you can only take you know 14 kids and a driver. Um, but we're really excited to be growing um, the number of kids we can impact and um, the quality of the programs we can offer when they get there. As well as um, the amount of time, you know, summer is really our peak season, but we've grown an after-school program, which started with 13 kids in the 2017 school year, and okay. last year had 26, and we're going to grow it again this coming school year. Um, keep increasing the numbers of kids going year-round. So, so what's your, what's, yeah. your fi- what's your five-year plan? Where, where's, where's this going in your mind? So we're pretty much hitting our capacity um, in the current model of bringing the kids to where the horses are, which is... Great. We've got a solid number, you know, more than 100 kids each summer for the last few years. Um, and we can keep doing that. Um, and the kids continue to benefit and they get outside the city, see something different, experience more connection with nature and these amazing horses we get to work with. Um, but the goal we're striving towards is uh, certainly within the next five years to have opened uh, a new horseback riding center in the city of Detroit finding the right piece of vacant land um, in a community that wants horses to be part of the neighborhood's future um, and is a suitable place for uh, constructing a new barn and riding arenas for the horses um, and their well-being uh, so that we can really multiply the number of kids we can have in the program and that horses can be a part of stronger Detroit neighborhoods and turning what right now is an eyesore or blight in vacant land and turn it into something valuable for the community. Yeah. So, um, how is how is the city cooperating with you? It's uh, it's been hit or miss. We're here at the podcast Detroit, the podcast Detroit Studios downtown Detroit in the Detroit Shipping Company, and I know that uh, the Detroit Shipping Company had a lot of uh, encounters with the city and had a lot of growing pains as they tried to create this space. Uh, it was like a two-year project, ended up being five, five and a half years before they got completed because of challenges they faced with the municipality. So how how is Detroit Horsepower being received uh, at City Hall and, and, and who's helping you and who's not? Let's call them out. We've got a lot of supporters throughout city government. Uh, All nine of our city council members support what we're uh, doing now and aiming to do in the future Um, and various levels of the mayor's office um, across different city departments. We have uh, a lot of support, but it is a a big bureaucratic process to um, move something that's different, a very non-traditional land use in a city, um, something that they don't want to do poorly and get a lot of pushback from residents who are unhappy about, you know, some sort of nuisance that they perceive, whether it's, you know, it's going to stink up the neighborhood or live under a cloud of flies or cause a rodent infestation, a lot of just education that we do about common sense horse management best practices. 
um, that we'll be able to implement to make sure that this raises quality of life for neighbors instead of taking it away. Okay. That's, yeah, it's because uh, I, I can see there being concerns, right? Um, can I talk about my summer vacation again? Please, please okay. do. Well, in, in Charleston, they had the, <laughs> when the, the horse had to relieve itself, and she dropped a pin, and there was like this G, GPS lo, uh, locator for the cleanup crew to come. Oh, take wow. It's really cool. Get yeah, out. it's very cool. I mean, they they have everything thought out and everything. Oh, so they don't have like the bags? No, no. Oh, that's good. That's and, cool. and they dropped this thing. It's like this little flag thing on, right on the street. And I don't know if that's a, a GPS beacon oh. or, or what, but they drop it right there, and somebody comes by and, and cleans it up. And uh, wow. dream job, yeah, it's at, at very <laughs> yeah, very, very yeah, yeah. Not, not, the end, not the end. Not the end. I want to be all on. kinds of uh, yeah employment opportunities and uh, yeah spillover effects. But we we definitely want to be good neighbors, and uh, you know there's tangential benefits of that horse manure can be composted to become really you know, valuable for urban farmers and um, just finding those synergies where turning something that could be perceived as uh, a problem and turning into something that's valuable. How much space do you have a plan? How much space do you need? How many lots or how many blocks or what? You, what's, the, what's the plan? I know so, you don't want to give away where, right? Because if people go in, it's like, oh, that's vacant and snatch it up. Right? Kind of like, yeah. like a horse size space. Okay. About yeah. a, something a little horse size. Okay. <laughs> One horse. <laughs> I should say there there are some great precedents of urban riding programs in other cities. Um, Philadelphia has a great, um, actually nationally uh, known polo program where kids in inner city Philly win high school polo championships and get on go on to get college scholarships. Um, really cool program called Work to Ride. They operate with less than four acres. Um, in Los Angeles, there's a group called Compton Junior Posse, also been doing great work for more than 20 years. They've got about three acres. Um, we are dreaming bigger that Detroit has the, the ingredients to think on a scale that other cities can't even entertain. Yeah. Um, so we're looking for um, contiguous vacant land um, that's 15 or more acres. Wow. Um, creating something unmatched across the country sure. um, that Detroit is in a really unique place because of its uh, amount of open space as we've lost population and industry and um, businesses and, and homes um, to think on a scale that would be a draw not just for the region but from around the country um, to think differently about what it could be like to be in a city and stay connected to nature um, and have opportunities that are traditionally reserved to the more privileged peers in the suburbs yeah. and rural areas. And, and who doesn't like to see horses, right? Oh, I my mean, gosh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're amazing creatures. So uh, there's a couple of spots I, I was thinking of, like over on the east side over by the uh, city airport. Mm -hmm. um, the neighborhoods around there just are shut down, and uh, there's not a lot of people over there. Uh, and with the airport not functioning as an airport anymore, you wouldn't have the plane noises uh, as much to... They are still flying at the airport. Yeah, yeah. Uh, private planes, yeah. not, uh, not commercial jets. But it would probably be less disruptive to the horses over Wait, there. Wait, we have more than one airport? Yes. <laughs> yeah, the Detroit City Airport. But it hasn't it hasn't uh, it hasn't operated commercially in probably eight years or something. The runway is too short for commercial jets. Yeah. So they, yeah. the reason there's was so it? much vacant land is because they were trying to change the direction and couldn't get it done. Yeah. So. Oh, oops. Yeah. 
But the other spot is because uh, we have all the all right, we have these three temporary casinos. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Horse crap. Yeah. Uh, the casinos were the casinos Horse here crap. by the time you got here. Uh, they were already here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there was a time pre-casinos, and they, they were buying up all the land um, down by the waterfront on the east side of the Renaissance Center. It was a uh, river town. Uh, there's a great collection of bars over there and nightlife and clubs. And, you know, there's a lot of big warehouse district over there, too. And uh, they shut down all the bars and they, they forced out all the residents and they flattened most of that land over there. And that's where the casinos were going to go, but they built temporary casinos while they were developing those, those spots over there. And they were going to have them clustered. They were all going to be clustered over there, right? Just to be kind of, you know, grouped and like, you know, like Vegas has a strip or whatever. Yeah. Our temporary casinos, how many years later are permanent casinos and they're no longer so temporary? Well, everything's temporary. Well, right? yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But that, that would, and that's right by the water and everything too. So that's probably, uh, pretty, but waterfront is pretty prime location, but it's still like pretty industrial. So I don't know. That's, uh, those are, when I think of where, where to go, I, that's where, that's where I would go. But you would have to clean everything out. Well, they leveled the area. I mean, they, they literally leveled oh, okay. like two of my favorite bars. <laughs> yeah. Former industrial sites are usually ones we stay away from because well, of the risk of soil contamination. Ah. Um, oh, yeah. Usually the two people, um, Steer towards, which are great potential locations. Um, Belle Isle is one that people have fond memories of horseback riding on. Yeah. Belle Isle, and there are still uh, closed down stables that the DNR controls. Um, would be best for some sort of uh, actually carriage tour business or, um, you know, renting out horses to ride around the island. It's yeah. not great for like a youth focused. Uh, riding program because horses ideally have enough pasture space that they can walk around and yeah. eat grass during the day and um, the stables are right behind the conservatory so it's not a lot of land for that there. Um, the other one that comes to people's mind is state fairgrounds. Uh, oh yeah. And Woodward. yeah. And yeah. so now that the city's bought it back you should you would think there's great possibilities yeah. there but uh, they're waiting for the next Amazon or Foxconn to come along and say, uh, you know, give yeah. us a uh, hundred acres and we'll give you, you know, 50,000 yeah. jobs. And, yeah. Um, if it, if it came, maybe that would be a great thing for Detroit, but until then it's just sitting there and those buildings are going to continue to rot. Yep. Uh, so you have, uh, nearly a hundred kids taking advantage of this over the summer. Um, what's the cost to the kids? What's? So our programs are completely free sure. for the kids in our program. Um, they are recruited through partnerships with Detroit-based schools and other nonprofits um, that help identify kids that will benefit the most from this unique kind of enrichment. Huh. Um, some of our partners are able to support with the transportation needs. Um, so, for example, our next camp is going to be with Alternatives for Girls, which is a fantastic nonprofit, been doing great work in Detroit for more than 30 years. Uh, they were our very first partner back in 2015 and we've worked with them every summer since then they have 15 passenger vans and can get kids to and from program each day um and so we're really grateful to work with outstanding organizations that have been doing the work for a long time because we're fairly new in town started in 2015 wow so yeah so how do you get how do you get funded how do you how are you how are you keeping the lights on you don't have to feed the horses because your people are lending you the horses which is brilliant uh but how are you keeping the lights on for running the biz. So Detroit Horsepower is funded by grants and donations. Um, we're really grateful to individuals, 
primarily from the horse community that have been making contributions since the very beginning or newer folks that are just finding out about our work now, yeah. uh, making donations to expand the number of kids we can serve. Um, and Detroit-based foundations have been really growing their support with uh, grants from the Skillman Foundation, um, the Community Foundation for Southeast Michigan, and others. Um, we've been working to up our um, fundraising efforts, especially as we get closer to uh, our goal to select a site and build a facility in Detroit. So we're coming up to our second annual gala, which is going to be November 2019. Um, last year, we had 200 people come to the Waterview Loft downtown for a beautiful evening that raised about $80,000. So nice. just trying to engage more uh, people that care about uh, horses or maybe you just care about kids. Maybe you care about the future of Detroit. Um, you know, we're, we're grateful for all of those supporters. Yeah, servicing a, a lot of stuff. So Brian's talked a lot about his vacations. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to talk about one of mine. Uh, but no, I went to, uh, Ireland, uh, a couple of times and, and Dublin and they had, uh, there's this thing in Dublin and it's, it's the Dublin, uh, pony boys or something. Uh, but there's just kids that have, and they ride their horses around. They're just city kids, slum kids that have horses and they just ride them around Dublin, downtown Dublin. Um, just the rampant. And there's one here in Detroit on the west side. Uh, have you heard about that guy? Have you Speed Miller? Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, Metro Times did a big thing about it. Yeah, his name's Speed Miller. His yeah. grandfather's name's Speed Miller too. So, That's so cool. Yeah. It's so baller. Yeah, yeah. So he's just kind of got a horse in his garage, and he rides around. And Speed actually keeps his horse in Belleville. Does he? Is he in Belleville? Okay, but he comes into the city to. You know, Shock ride people. around seven miles. That's so uh, cool. Yeah. People take get pictures of him all the time. It's like, yeah. So obviously, do you know him? Do you, well, then do you know him, or you just know uh, him? We know the his story? grandfather better, actually. Okay, fair um, play. But yeah, there's there's a, a good number of folks that um, you know have been around horses a long time. There's a um, Michigan Black Horsemen's Association yeah. has um, you know been riding in the Thanksgiving Day Parade for a long time. Same with Buffalo Soldiers. Um, so there's a great history of Detroiters who have passion and experience with horses, um, although we've lost a, a good deal of that, especially um, now, you know, it's it's more kind of splintered and you've got one person over here doing this and somebody's trying to make money, you know, bringing horses in for birthday parties and just kind of here and there. Yeah. Uh, have you done anything with uh, the Detroit police and their equestrian division? Yeah, the Detroit uh, police have uh, stables in Palmer Park. They keep about seven horses there in a pretty tight piece of land. Um, but they've come out as guest speakers to our program since nice. our very first year. Um, we visited their stables in our after-school program. We're actually working on a partnership where We'll be doing all our after-school programming at the Mount of Police Stables in Palmer Park, which awesome. would be great to get more horse time during the week. Yeah. Um, and long term, you know, as we um, confirm a site and and develop the construction documents for what that would be, um, you know, we would love to continue to grow our partnership and include the Mount of Police so they can um, get out of the pretty cramped quarters they're in in Palmer Park and and have more room to expand. Cool. Yeah, why stop there? Why yeah. why not contact the Bureau of Land Management and reintroduce wild horses into Detroit? <laughs> run around. You're my, hey, hey. You know? There's enough space. Horses, you horses remember how successful, it, how successful was it reintroducing wolves to Yellowstone, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe that's wait, not a, wait, wait. That's not not a good a, example, no, but I mean, you know, no, it can happen. No. <laughs> what? 
All right. So more information can be found at your website, DetroitHorsepower.org. Can people donate there? Can people send you money? Can they help out if someone's feeling generous or would like to get involved, more information? How do they do do that at your website? Yeah, if you visit DetroitHorsepower.org, there's a link to donate. There's a link to uh, on our contact page to get more information by email, to sign up for our newsletter list, to sign up to become a volunteer. Um, yeah, please visit DetroitHorsepower.org and support. So yeah. the, the gala, yeah, the gala you got coming up. How do people they get on your list, sir? You got a, a newsletter that they'll stay informed of that and the other events? Yeah, a newsletter goes out every month with information about what we've got going on. And we've got a, an events page that's got the um, save the date sponsorship information. Uh, November 15th at the Rooster Tail, we'll be having our second annual gala. Excellent. Cool. I was going to ask you about volunteering because I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, that sounds like something. I don't know. Volunteers cool. are a big part of our program. Yeah. We've got a, a growing staff um, that are making awesome things happen, but volunteers that, um, that know, you know, something about horses uh, or would like to learn more. Yeah, I would like um, to learn what, more. What do you know <laughs> about horses? about kids. Nothing. I just like kids. You're, I mean, you're afraid of horse flies. Cor- I, horses are cool. Horse and I've, I've ridden yeah, horses they, they before. They really are pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> Horse flies are scary. They are. Um, I mean, I've ridden horses before, but I'm not like super experienced. If you can walk up to a horse confidently and pet it, you can be a Detroit Horse Power volunteer. There you go. I can do that. You have it. You have the power, Samantha. Yes. The horse power. Awesome. Yes. (laughs) I am a sucker for horse puns. Uh, Hence Detroit (laughs) Horse Power. (laughs) Oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, David, thank you so much for for coming in and and hanging out with us. I I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So good luck with everything. And everybody go to DetroitHorsePower.org and throw them money. Cash money. Please. (laughs) Right on. Cool. All right. Good. That'll do it. Oh, do I stop it? No, no. Just let it roll. Oh, just let it roll. Okay. Cool. That was fun. Cool beans. So, uh, yeah, just uh, I'm interested in the, uh, 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 what should I call it, the gala. So we'll come and definitely. Oh, visit, uh, we'd love to send you the info. Yeah, yeah. Do I have your, your email? I don't know. If we get yeah, dressed like, up, I wanna this, go. I'm going to be the front of the horse. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I, I want to go. The amount of police actually came and uh, represented, uh, yeah, Jamie at AnimalTalkRadio.com. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I'll send you the info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that on the couch. Oh, okay. So. Thank you. Good call. Yep, good call because he uh, <laughs> said where the thing was. Yeah. It's a good good thing. Um, All right, we'll get back into it. And now we're back. You didn't stop it or anything. I didn't. Did you? Oh, okay. No. So, David Silver, Detroit Horsepower, DetroitHorsepower.org. Great guy. That was really cool. Very, very nice. Good, good business. Yeah. Uh, good, good, good plan. It's just helping kids, because um, I've read a couple articles about it, and then uh, we had some horse yeah. materials to donate, and um, yeah, you know, Joanne was quite the equestrian. She had a lot of stuff, so um, we donated a lot of my sister Joanne's horse stuff oh, to really? them. Recently, or just? Yeah. Just, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, her, her stuff is going, uh, kids are getting to use it, so he was super yeah. excited to get it all, and 
That's so cool. He said he met you like a month ago. I was like, so, oh, yeah. that's wild. Yeah, like, her legacy of uh, horses. So Yeah, no, that's so nice. Yeah. That's so, so cool. Just yeah. this whole thing that he's doing that's so wild that, you know, they have these in like other big cities like Philadelphia. He's Phil- Philadelphia. I get him confused between Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is a state. Philadelphia is a city. He was talking about like Philadelphia and like Los Angeles, how they have things like this. And now Detroit is possibly going to have something like this i don't know yeah you know here, here's the thing you guys you don't get so excited about it because the next thing you know just like the temporary casinos <laughs> there's a there's a bad side to, the downside to everything we'll have these horse riding gangs huh? marauding through the city marauding through the city yeah with capes, <laughs> capes. and masks and it's Ooh, just are know, they velvet i mean i don't know what are these i just think it's cool in? okay I just think it's cool because it's like, you know, like how everybody's saying like Detroit's like lame and it's going downhill. Going downhill? What? Everybody says that. Everybody says that Detroit was the place to be years and years ago. And now it's. And now it's. You've compressed this time frame so that it's unrecognizable. You got it all wrong. (laughs) It used to be terrible. It was awful. Oh my God, yeah. And it is so much better. I know it's better now. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I went to we went to Wayne State like in the early 80s. I know it's better. Um, I mean, I know it's better now. It's getting better, but like still people still have that negative they look still at do. it. They still do. So, yeah. you know, Outside it's try, it's kind of nice to see that we're doing some positive stuff don't and we're call it a comeback. We're, you know, and it's I don't know, I think it's cool, you yeah, know. It is. You know what's cool? What? Helping people with the pets? We just helped people. Kind I think of. we did. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever trained uh, horses? I mean, you you were no. you did dogs. No. Uh, you've never done anything bigger than the because it's a specialty. It's it's not a size thing, Jamie. Okay, <laughs> okay. let's get that straight. All right. <laughs> it's it's more um you know people who train horses. When you listen to David, yeah, he's got that even demeanor. Oh my goodness, yeah, and very calming. Yes, right. Because horses are prey animals. They perceive everything as a predator. Right, right. And if you're heavy-handed with the horse, if you're if you're jerky, if you're you know uh, aggressive, it doesn't go over very well. Ah, you know. Um, but uh, you know, a horse whispering, Jamie, mm. horse whispering, and it's, it, that's the way to do. David it. David seems like he has that personality. He really does. But uh, I fell asleep three times while he was talking. We. Got- <laughs> Joke. That's a compliment to him. He, that is, it was soothing. soothing. It was yeah. soothing. Yeah. Yes, uh, but here's here's a here's a question came in uh, on the wire from uh, Pottery Barn. That's a person's handle, not necessarily oh, the it's store, not the corporate office. No, not corporate Pottery Barn. Uh, problem: cat eliminating outside box. Kitty litter's clean. Sup. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think that's from wow. corporate HQ. Brevity is the soul of wit. Huh? <laughs> that's it. So. Sup yeah. with that. Sup. Well, I'll yeah, tell not you. even with that. It's just sup. I'll tell you what's sup. Um, usually, that's the first sign a cat gives you that there's something. Uh, there's some kind of stress. Oh, right. All right. Cats, you know, they they don't like to show their 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 weaknesses, and and if they're injured, you really sometimes you can't tell. Sometimes they'll have pretty catastrophic injuries, and they just sit there. You don't really, you, you can't really tell. Yeah. Um, so I would get the cat to the vet right away. Get thee to a nunnery. Yeah. Unless, you, to unless a you can pin it to some sort of um, something uh, that disrupted his, his normal day-to-day behaviors or pattern. Um, barring that, um, yeah, you might want to get him to the vet and see, okay. uh, see if there's something going on. Oh, all right. right. Talking about catastrophic... Fact or fiction? You decide. That's it. So, fact or fiction? We have uh, three headlines ripped from the news. Two of them absolutely true. One, one of 
is com- absolutely false. Completely false. Completely created false. by me earlier while I, while was, I was supposed gr- to be grooming the horse. Oh, I thought I would say, well, I was supposed to be mowing the lawn. I mowed the lawn today. Did you? Yeah. Only the backyard. My parents' backyard lawn. They paid me $10. <laughs> so. Okay. I guess we know who's buying coffee afterwards. Oh, sorry. I mean, they paid me nothing. <laughs> I have no money. Is that is that one? Uh, is that uh, Sierra? Is is no? Don't don't say it out loud. But is that correct? Uh, fed. He fed. Is there an yeah, error? Yeah. But buy because yeah. of or buy. <laughs> my fuck! It's a headline. I don't know. I, I swore. I, oh no! The way I'm reading it doesn't. Well, let's let's go. Let's, let's do this. Let's go for it. Oh man! All right, there you go. Three headlines. Two two are true. One's false. false. Samantha. Samantha, y- y- you got to pick the false one. Yes, I will pick the false one. All right. Good luck. All right. Okay. Headline number one. Are you ready? Sam? Yes. I know uh, which one is the error. This is our geriatric. I think. Uh, edition. Yes. They're all older folks. Yeah. 79 year old gets 10 days in jail for feeding cats. 79 year old gets 10 days in jail for feeding cats. That's number one. Number two, dog walker, 86, gored and leg by a cow. What? 86 year old was gored by a cow. Dog walker was gored. Gored? Gored. What does that mean? It means it was, uh, it was, it, it it took the, you, the, the horn. The horns. Yeah. So you get gored. They they jab you with their horns. It's yeah. getting gored. oh, so like a bull, not a cow. Well, well cows. Some cows have horns. I okay. think that's the thing. And number three, seventy-eight year old forced to move by the pigeons he fed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it's the last one. All right, let's let's repeat those just to be sure. Number one, seventy-nine year old gets ten days in jail for feeding cats. Number two. Dog walker, 86, gored and leg by cow, and 78-year-old <laughs> forced to move by the pigeons he fed. All right. I don't know. They all sound, they all sound fake. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a bad day at the Golden Girl Ranch. <laughs> okay. Can you give me a hint? Because I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. There's it's about of them, an old person. One of them. They're all about them. Oh, 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 oh. You mean the oldest person? No, I didn't mean again. that. So what were what were the three headlines again? The three headlines: seventy uh, nine year old gets ten days in jail for feeding cats. <laughs> okay, number is two, that the fake one? <laughs> dog walker, eighty six, Gordon leg by a cow, and number three, seventy eight year old forced to move by the pigeons he fed. It was two beers ago. I don't even know what's the, what those. Uh, what you're talking which one about. do you think it is? I'd probably get it wrong at this point. If there's anybody watching this. Tell me which mm. one you think it is. Come on, Sam. This is a game. You play the game. Play the game, but I always get it wrong. I don't want to be made fun of and humiliated <laughs> on this you, show. Would you like to put too late? <laughs> what, to pick one. One, two, or three. Uh, I'm going to pick three. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I would just what like to thank... That? I would like to thank. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my trophy? Oh, she was very, very happy about that. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> she must be easy to shop for. That is, uh, man, yeah. Christmas morning sounds like a Manson murder at her oh, house. Oh, yeah. Christmas <laughs> Christmas morning is, uh, yeah. I like anything. Give me anything. Avocados. Mostly avocados. Um, uh, but, yeah. And ice cream? 
ice and ice cream, cream avocado was, ice cream even she was so better happy about the ice cream it was so good i loved did it did she shriek like that there at the ice cream wow, i'm glad she didn't <laughs> so they would have looked at me like back yeah. in the trunk with you <laughs> yeah um wow um way wow. to go samantha wow. i just wow i can't believe this. this is like the greatest day of my life uh, mm-hmm. have you ever gotten one right uh i did one time but nobody was here to see it it was like us too so it's like it's never <laughs> happened nobody was here yeah. yeah nobody was here to see it so it's like it never happened but yeah. yes this i got a, what day is today august feeling good about yourself august 8th august 2019 8. 8819. Marking, 8819. Marking that one down. One day I'm going to get a tattooed. After right here. my 10th anniversary. 8819. Yes, that's uh, tattoo worthy. <laughs> that's tattoo worthy. And then that everybody's is... going to ask, oh, what's that date? I should get like... a list of all the correct days. <laughs> yeah. Gonna... <laughs> I should get the headline tattooed on me. <laughs> there you are. By pigeons. By the pigeons he see, fed. See, here's the thing. There were no pigeons. And it wasn't a story. <laughs> so what's this thing about this woman getting arrested for, for feeding cats? Um, actually, I, I'd love to know about that, but I can't open the link. Oh, okay. Jamie. Disconnect from the Wi-Fi here. It's bad. <laughs> no, it's this long tail link. It's not, it didn't come through in the text oh, very well. Right. Oh, okay. But I will show you the uh, leg injury for the woman who was gored by the uh, cow. Oh my god! Ooh. Oh, it looks like all right. So that's the beef. that's the ground. That's that's the one. Yeah, Amelia Borelli said the animal plunged its horn into her her thigh near her home in the uh, new forest. In the new forest, it's, I suppose it's a region near her house, narrowly missing two arteries and ripping her Ooh. jeans down to the ankle. She spent a week oh, in God. hospital recovering from very the very deep wound. Uh, livestock owners have repeated calls for new forest visitors to keep their distance from animals. So uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it has something to do with her walking a dog. Sure. And the cow was a little bit upset. All right. So here's the one about the uh, woman. Woman gets to jail for feeding a stray cat in a town called Garfield Heights. You think they'd be a little more understanding about cats in Garfield, Garfield Heights. Heights. Uh, the only thing uh, the folks in this town hate more than Mondays is feeding stray cats. Did you come up with that? That was that's so a, good. That's a hell of a lead there. Uh, 79-year-old Ohio woman is going to be spending 10 days in jail next month for a crime <laughs> of giving food to random felines. So is that, I didn't know you could uh, get in trouble for that. So like feeding stray cats? And I'm that, sure she was told several hundred and times. And that sentence was handed down by an official in a town called Garfield Heights. According to reports, Nancy Segula, a self-described cat lover, <laughs> received a stiff sentence uh, last week in court following her fourth citation for caring uh, for the caring of, according to, uh, yeah, for the caring act. Yeah, according to the local TV station, Segula began feeding felines in 2017 when her then neighbor moved and left his cats behind. Ah, oh, what a jerk! Mm. Leave your cats behind. So yeah, she's that's being a, nice that's and, the guy who should be spending ten days in jail. Yeah, I would always feed them and care for them because I was worried about them. I'm a cat lover. She told the outlet once the neighbors got upset about it and started calling the animal warden. Uh, Segula received her first citation in 2017, and she's had three more. Finally, she's been ordered to jail last week by a local magistrate. Her son David feels the sentence. Um, is overkill. I can't believe what my mother's telling me. She's getting 10 day, days in county jail. I can't believe it, David said. Uh, I'm sure you'll hear more about things uh, down the road because my mom's 79 years old. There you go. So That's whack. I think I'm allergic to this uh, hand sanitizer. Okay. You breaking out? Yeah. Nice. You all right? 
Yeah, I'm good. That's okay. You know, it's just like my superpower. <laughs> I can't use hand sanitizer. That's your superpower. Oh, you that's that's my that's my kryptonite. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. What is my superpower? <laughs> I don't getting getting these answers right. Obviously. All right. <laughs> so here we go. Here's a, another uh, question. Uh, this is a bit of a story problem. Six weeks ago, aggressive puppy biting from Mappa M. Uh, aggressive puppy biting six weeks ago. We got what was supposed to be a hound mix, seven weeks old, from an animal service. We're an older couple, and we're prepared for barking, as hounds do, puppy biting and gnawing and puppy business that puppies do, constant attention and training. We're we're ready for that. Uh, We're looking for a good companion adult dog once he's trained. Um, Separately, we've raised dogs. Together, we've raised dogs successfully into adulthood. And this would be another. At his first vet appointment, we were told that he is a pit bull. Uh, maybe not pure pit bull, but pretty much a pit bull. Very recognizable in him now. Uh, he's a vi- very high energy dog uh, and is going to be much larger in adulthood than, than we thought. Instead of a 30 to 50 pound pup, um, he's going to be, the vet said he'll be a minimum of 60 pounds plus. His name is Winston. Um, he's been puppy biting from the start, uh, and redirection and obedience trading is limited injuries. Uh, but those sharp puppy teeth are starting to take their toll. Uh, we have two and a half acres for him to run around on. He has bones to chew, uh, but he is getting more and more aggressive with his biting and him being a pit makes us concerned. Uh, it's becoming very extreme. Uh, he's only 13 weeks and 30 pounds right now, but I'm concerned if we don't get under control, one or one of us is going to get seriously injured. Um, we're on a fixed income and we can't afford to take him to an expensive, uh, professional trainer. Damn. That was my advice. Yeah. Uh, so much. So they're on a very limited budget. Um, so yeah, they can't, uh, they can't afford a, a trainer. Uh, here's my suggestion. Yeah. Um, First of all, you have an older couple. Yeah. You have a pit bull. They're very physical dogs. And um, chances are there's probably – it's nothing out of the ordinary, but mm-hmm. it's probably, you know, kind of a powerful – I've seen I've puppy. seen dogs knock their – you know, the, the aggressive leash, leash pulling while you're walking. I've seen dogs knock old people down on my neighborhood. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. So sure. a dog can do that. I mean – Sure. And they're going to need help. Now, yeah. uh, there's there are um, uh, pit bull rescues. Mm. In most cities, mm-hmm. who uh, may be able to help you for low cost or nothing, right? Because you know these rescue groups exist because they want to not only help the, the you know the breeds that they represent, uh, but they also want to educate owners, pet owners, on uh, on the care and training of those breeds. Right. So that's your first resource. You should get online right away, and in your town, I guarantee you. Um, in a reasonable uh, reasonable distance from your house, there is a pit bull rescue mm-hmm. that uh, could could point you in the right direction. Maybe someone in the group does some training and will help you for free, give you a few pointers. Um, and uh, or like I said, maybe there's some low cost. Maybe you can get some training done and you can make a little donation to the the uh, the, the, the group, the the rescue group. But that would be my first, you know, my first um, go to is the the rescue group that is responsible for. Yeah, you know the the public, uh, you know perception of that breed. Yeah, and they they'll connect you with a trainer that knows that breed specific. Yep. So that's yep. a really that's a really good idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. good stinking. Pit bulls are so cute though; they're so great. They, they are, are stinking cute. They are stinking cute, and I love them, especially when they're puppies. I just want to yeah. squeeze them. 
They're sweet babies. I love them. Mine are lazy. So <laughs> they don't do anything. And you're you're oh, they're right. both yeah. part pit? They both are full. Oh really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do they have papers? I don't actually well both of them were straight. Oh okay. So, so yeah, no. Not not papered pits. Yeah, but, but I don't know I don't know if they they're are, very but they're pity. yeah. But yeah, they're strays. Are they so. are they sweet dogs? Yeah, they're sweet. I love or them very is that, much. Is that just way your your way of saying you stole those dogs? And uh, oh no, just... I didn't steal them. No, I oh, swear okay. I didn't. No, we found them. Yeah, we found one of them <laughs> in, in in someone Texas. else's living room. Yeah, in someone else's living room. We jumped through the window. <laughs> no, they they're just, sweet. I love them. It's all tied up in somebody's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that chica from Texas? Who was a friend of yours or something that came to the show at the other studio? Oh, my sister. Oh, that's who yeah. was your sister? Was yeah. How's she doing? Oh, she's good. Yeah. Uh, she. I think she's gonna come visit probably within yeah, the next Yeah, she's usually few. good for a summertime visit. Yeah. yeah, she was just in Korea, um, oh. or South Korea, so she just spent a lot of money going there. So uh. I think she's gonna. She has to work before she can come back here, but it's okay. But she'll be back here, so it's cool. Um, she should come and uh and talk about her trip. Oh yeah, Korea. Yeah, they had a lot of. They have a lot of um animal like like cafes there where you can pet. They have like several like they had cat cafes there and stuff where you can pet animals. They have raccoon cafe. She has like videos of like raccoons on her and stuff. It's whack. Really? Yeah, it's really cool. It's yeah. cool stuff. All right, only one more thing to do, Samantha. What is that? Oh, <laughs> that's really loud. Holy moly! <laughs> so I did have it cranked up. It's time for the bad animal joke of the week. You thought my scream was loud? Yeah, your scream was awful. That was louder. Than All right, that. here we go. Bad animal joke uh, of the week, Samantha. You yeah. ready? You ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. All right. I, don't I like know. when the music's playing. I don't know if I am. Uh, Play the music, Jamie. Do a horse joke because we were talking about horses. So horse is a horse, of course. Okay. Of course. Uh, where'd it go? I had them all lined up here. I'm here sure, we go. I'm sure he has horse jokes. Uh, why did the horse cross the road? To get to the other side? Because somebody shouted, hey! Oh, like, hey! Uh, H-A-Y. Uh, <laughs> That's not funny. What do, what, do race, what do race horses eat? Hey. Fast food. Oh, fast... <laughs> 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 He's like... Your face, you're like... I don't know if I should laugh or leave. <laughs> uh, Sam, are you a horse? No. Yay or nay? <laughs> uh, is there another one? Uh, what do you call a scary female horse? A scaredy cat? A nightmare. <laughs> you guys are mean. Uh, Wait, how is it a nightmare? Oh, scare like. Oh, yeah. I thought you were just calling females. Nightmares. I like it when you put things together. When you, oh, I oh, got it. I got it. Nancy what Drew. do you call a promiscuous? I am Nancy Drew. This I don't. I don't even, I'm not even going to say this one right now. <laughs> promiscuous. Promiscuous. Promiscuous pony. A little horse. But it's W H O R S E. Like a like horse. Like whore. Do you get it? Yeah. Okay. A promiscuous pony. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Oh boy. All right. Our young reviewers won't get that one. No. 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 <laughs> I don't get it either. All right, that's uh, that's it, Sam. How do people uh, find out stuff? Uh, we got our <clears throat> sorry, oh, we, g- <laughs> we got our website uh, www.animaltalkradio.com. Uh, that's our website with all of our stuff on there, um, and then we got our social media pages: uh, Facebook, 
Twitter and Instagram at Animal Talk Radio. Those are all the same. Uh, and then we got our merch site, wearingfunny.com. Yay. And I think that's it. That's it. And there then you we, go. you know, we're on the Apple, the iTunes, and you can Spotify. also see the Spotify, of, the Google uh, Play. Pictures of my summer vacation. Yeah. Pictures are those, of are those up yet, Jamie? No, nah, they're coming. Wait, oh, as I say, you don't have Facebook. How do you post? Me, yeah. How do you post pictures? Lauren puts them up, and everybody. Oh, everybody yeah, likes yeah. Lauren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, there you go. Uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Truly appreciate it. And uh, again, Listen. yeah, you can find us on Spotify now as well. That's so there you lit. go. Uh, till next time, have an exotic week. And kiss your wild thing for me. <laughs> <laughs>